today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I'm sure if you don't depend on public transport yourself, you know people who do to get around. Uh, and uh, for those in Castle Troy and Anacotti, for example, the ease of a bus into the city or to college, it's not quite as simple anymore. And Labour Party councillor Elena Sekas, who represents that area, uh, she is not happy with the move to cancel Route 307 and 308. And she's on the line now to tell us a little bit more. Hi, um, Elena, how are you? Hello. Hi, Joe. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? So this is a Dublin coach route, is it, these two? That, that's correct, yeah, 307 and 308. Right. And give us a sense of the route that it normally takes. Yeah, so um, it goes from the city centre uh, to well and into Anacotti and from Anacotti um, into um, Grudy Road, Bally Simon Road um, and then back into the city centre. So a very busy and growing area. We know Northern Trust is there. We know a secondary school is currently being built. A private hospital is due to go in along that route too soon. That's correct. So we all know that Castle Troy is one of the fastest growing areas in the Midwest region. And if you look at the population count, um, the 2016 census gives you a figure of just short of um, 15,000 people. But if you Google Joe today, the population of Castle Troy, the figure you get is 30,000 people, which is basically double as compared to 2016. Um, and if you Google for Anacotti, you only get a figure of 11,000 people. So if you were to add here the Grudy Road, Bali Simon Road, the students in the area, and the commuters to Northern Trust and all um, other high-end businesses in Bali Simon, you could easily talk about fifteen to 20,000 people. And um, all these people will be affected um, starting this weekend when the service is uh, suspended. Hmm. We're talking to Labour Party councillor Elena Sekas. So Dublin Coach is blaming not being included in the fares reduction scheme as the reason for the shutdown of this service. And uh, we know because we've heard them um, advertise on this radio station consistently that uh, Boss Aaron, for example, were included in the fare reduction scheme. Do you think it's reasonable for them then to be concerned about a Dublin Coach? Well, um, the, the reasons they, they give is that they were excluded from the 20% fears reduction scheme by, by Minister Ryan and also the rising fuel costs. So these are the reasons they give. Um, and um, like, you know, it, it doesn't sound right uh, for the private operators to be excluded from this fear reduction. Um, um, and obviously, you know, the, the commercial entities find this unfair and feel disregarded. Um, but to be honest, Joe, I strongly believe that um, there is room in Anacotti both for a public transport service and a private operator. Um, and I'm only making this statement based on the research and figures I submitted to Boss Aaron a few years ago when I campaigned heavily for the 304A bus route. Um, and as, as you can see, and as you said, you know, um, with the growing population in Castle Troy, with the new extension to Castle Troy College and the new Educate Together School and the new uh, hospital given the green light, um, those figures, if anything, became way higher, bigger. Um, and even with the, the existing 307 through 8 routes, you have people in Anacotti 
who will need to walk for 15, 20 minutes to get to the nearest bus stop. So you have the people living in the housing estates um, around Mr. Price. You have the people when, um, um, around Monalin um, um, stores uh, in that area. So those people to get to the nearest bus stop, they will have to walk for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's time for uh, the NGM bus area to step yeah. in. Uh, I think they well, should... Well, let, let, let's just unpack it a small little bit. We're talking to Labour Party Councillor Elena Seikas and speaking out against the move to cancel Route 307 and 308 in the Castle Troy and Anacotti areas by Dublin Coach. Uh, and you didn't even mention, and I know you're conscious of it, the extra houses that are continuing to be built in that already uh, built-up area. Um, but the bus stop infrastructure went in quite recently along the Grudy Road. Are you saying then that from the weekend, as it stands right now, there won't be any buses? stopping there? So there will be no buses stopping in Anakashi or on the Grudy Road and Bally Simon Road. That's correct. Even though there's, I mean, and as I say, it's probably only in the last 18 months, I think, that they built new bus stops along the Grudy Road and there's a pedestrian crossing put in to accommodate that as well. That's correct, yeah. Um, like, I, I have worked really hard to, to, to get um, the bus stops there. Um, and, you know, um, for what use now, um, it, it's it's um, so unfair to, to the people in the area. Like you have local residents, you have the students, and you also have the, the people who commute to work to Northern Trust. And as I said, all the other businesses in Bali yeah, Simon. Yeah. So we do need a, listener, a, a comprehensive just, service. A, a listener just endorsing your point there, saying, look, Joe, lots of people working in Northern Trust use this bus route. Um, so bus Aaron, I, I think their um, position has been we are not filling this route because there's a private operator on it, Dublin Coach. So now that that private operator is pulling out, will Bus Aaron fill the gap? Well, I wrote to the Minister and I wrote to NTA uh, in this regard and I'm also bringing a motion to the next um, Metro meeting in July uh, looking for um, Bus Aaron to extend their 304A uh, route to cover Anakasi, Grudy Road and Bali Simon Road. And to be honest, I think NTA and Bus Aaron should not be lobbied or petitioned in this case to offer a public transport service to these areas. They should have done their own market research a long time ago and should have given these areas a comprehensive service, um, especially with, with you know, the, the expansion of Castle Troy, uh, with the new houses being built, with the new schools and the new new, new hospital. Uh, like you have so many young families, you have students, you have commuters, um, and there is also an increasing number of elderly people who all deserve good public transport, like any other suburb of Limerick, any other suburb of Limerick um, is serviced by bus Aaron, except for Castle Troy. Certainly on the surface, it appears ridiculous that, you know, somewhere of the scale of Castle Troy and Anacotti would not have the frequent bus connect type service required, especially in the context of being a smarter travel city, as we've talked about, and to the, the Minister for Transport and Green Party leader consistently talking about public transport being key, be it rail or bus or otherwise, in the context of uh, some of the decisions and debates that we've heard on this show and elsewhere over the last 18 months. Yeah, that's correct. And I think if we are serious about moving away from a car-dominated city, 
this needs to be addressed as a matter of urgency. They need to step in and extend the the public transport service to to these areas. Um, because otherwise, what's the point uh, to have active travel, um, to, to, to have, you know, um, to, to encourage people to use public transport if the public transport is not there? Yeah, well, look, I mean, to be completely frank about it, you know, it is ludicrous that we would have put in new bus stop infrastructure along the Grudy Road and it'll effectively be ghost infrastructure from the weekend unless something is done because no buses will be stopping at it. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I think it's, it's, it's affecting a lot of people. And as I said, that needs to be addressed as a matter of urgency. I'm still to hear back from the minister. Like I got the acknowledgements. Uh, okay. But I'm still to hear back from NGA, from the minister, from Buzz Erin in this regard. And I know there are many other, um, public representatives who are, um, making representations. I know Northern Trust are making representations. The, the, the residents on the Grudy area, you know, are engaging with the stakeholders like the Educate Together School and the, the new hospital to be built there to see how we can address this as a matter of urgency because the, the scheme that was introduced by Minister Ryan is supposed to at the end of the year. And I know uh, Dublin Code said that the, the they hope to resume, yeah, 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 to resume right. the service when normal market conditions are that's restored. That's what Dublin Code is saying. But when do you think, Joe, that yeah. will happen? Well, sure. yeah. well I, on top of everything else, then, we don't know how that may be extended. And then we don't know how uh, rates um, and fares may be reduced in the longer term as possibly a replacement of the, the current time-limited scheme. But finally... Um, Labour Party Councillor Lena Sekas, you were talking to us recently about vandalism at uh, Castle Troy Playground and, and that's seen excellent development in recent times too. A- any update on that for us? Um, no, 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 there is no update uh, as of now. Um, I have a motion against the next um, council meeting in July asking the council to engage with um, um Data Protection Commission and the Angarja Hikana um, to, to explore the feasibility of installing CCTV there uh, because I think, you know, that will deter people from engaging in anti-social behaviour. And I think the council yeah. needs to um, run a campaign and attract um, these artists and give them some space uh, well, where they can display their uh, talent. I, 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 was, I was there uh, I was there last week was it there last week? Uh, yeah, I think it was late, late last week. It is, it's tricky enough there now at the moment. It is tricky enough. It is, it yeah. It is tricky um, now. It's a tricky. You know, it has the potential to be to become quite difficult there if a move isn't made to sort it out one way or the other quite quickly. Um, I, but, I, I certainly, you know, wouldn't personally be be rushing to use it right now, even though, you know, a couple of months ago... Um, certainly we were using it a lot as a family and I, I, I suspect I'm not the only um, family or parent making that call right at the minute. You're not, Joe, and I'm really happy to hear you saying that because I was looking at the uh, Twitter there and the conversation around the uh, vandalism and a lot of people 
feel that this is a very small thing and this is not antisocial behavior, which is incorrect. Uh, I think people don't realize that well, well, there is a bigger I, I picture there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking, the graffiti is one aspect of it. That's correct, but, yeah. But there's, there's more to it than that now at the moment. There is more, and as you yeah. say, there are people who are very slow to to use the playground, uh, and there are people who are, are not going back to the playground since it opened because of the experience they uh, they they would have had, uh, which is a real piece because yeah. it's a great it's, facility. It's a great it's facility. A, it's it's it's, it's a, a great wonderful facility, and when it initially opened, you could just see how delighted people were um, uh, to have it. But listen, come back to us anyway on both of those subjects if you don't mind, uh, Labour. Councillor Elena Sekas, who represents the Castle Troy area, and uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.